0: Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Side by Side Dirt. It's your host, that's me, it's Sheldon. Well, let's get a little recap of episode 8 called What Up? That's right, it was me talking about stuff, about side by sides, new companies like Rock Ready UTV, sharing some of the insights, um, a lot of different things. Uh, Like I said, Side by Side Dirt is 100% raw. So, let's stop and let's get going on episode 9. While well, episode 9, let's start off by saying, again, California's been going through a lot of trouble right now. And I feel really bad with the big wildfires now happening. I hope everybody's safe and happy. I hope all my listeners out there, hope you're okay and you didn't lose your houses or anything like that. Um, to all the victims out there, um It's just a bad thing that California's going through right now. Um, But keep your chins up, keep your heads up high. Everything can be rebuilt and uh, move forward. Well, guess what? Another more, 11 more days. The Honda Talent is getting released. Who's excited? I know I am. I can't wait to see what Honda's going to come out and maybe throw down with some of the big top contenders like players Can-Am and Textron. Maybe Cowie might throw down next. We don't know. 11 more days. November 27th, the release of the Honda Talent. Can't hardly wait. Guess what, people? It is Baja 1000. Baja 1000 is one of the most grueling races there is. I can tell you that it is off the wall. With all the sand traps... All the high speeds, all the records that are being broke. I can't wait to see who comes on top. I know that a big top contender, Reese McMillan, I hope that he uh, definitely makes it to the finish line this year and uh, maybe he'll pull it on top. Maybe he'll pull it on top. There's a lot of new people coming. There's female racers getting into the Baja. There's just a lot of people getting into the Baja 1000 scene and I can tell you right now, it's even cooler to watch some of these people out there that are ironman themselves. Grueling hours after hours. I don't know if I could even do that. I'm pretty hardcore, but I don't think I'm that hardcore. I know that it starts today. UTV start, I think, later in the evening. And I can't hardly, I can't hardly wait to see who's going to come on top. Uh, shout out to a fellow Canadian, Al McBeth from Concept. I can't hardly wait to see him finish this year. Um, Hope everything goes well for him. And like I said, it's crazy. Um, Another another one that's racing down there, Hellenbach Racing. Um, Another Canadian. Good luck to all you guys out there representing Canada. Um, To all my Canadian listeners out there, man, let's all get together and uh, let's do something. Let's get some more Canadians down there proven what it's like to race. so well, what we're going to talk about with episode 8 well i don't even really know do you guys know nah i know so let's just start off a little bit about the the industry and how it's changing again um how can how can i say this there's a lot of new companies again that, that are coming into the market um you know, do you necessarily need those parts? Not necessarily. But there is a lot of good products out there. I know last week I mentioned Rock Ready UTV. He's a small little guy. Um, this way we're, we're going to go a little different. We're going to mention a company called Assault. Salt Industries. Now, if anybody does know what Assault is, well, you should know what Assault is. They're one of the top of the game. Um, I know I have a lot of their products on all my machines and they've never failed me and they keep coming out with new products and it's just mind-boggling to see where they basically since they started 2013 2014 um, you know Assault's got a good crew and a, a lot of good um, people behind it and if you haven't heard of Assault check them out Assault IND they're on Instagram Facebook they're just one heck of a good company to deal with, and their product is, is on top of the food chain for sure. They make some crazy billet aluminum stuff, um, specialized, I think, in their billet aluminum radius rods, the high clearance stuff, awesome stuff. They make the turret radius rods, they make barrels. You know, their product is on a lot of side by sides out there. Uh, They're mostly famous for their mirrors. They've got... They start out with these little small square ones. I still run them today. Um, Then they are moving to the the Salt logo style now. Now they got the round ones. These guys are definitely throwing it out there big time. And I wanted to give a shout out to Salt because they do have killer products. Um, You know... Got to check them out everybody you just you have to check them out and I, I'm not saying this because they're paying me because they're not paying me. They're not doing anything. Um, I'm just really like their product. I've had really good luck. Um, it's very stylish. Uh, it's a good accessory to your side by side. It's 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 unbelievable stuff. So check them out assault in industries. Absolutely check them out everybody. Okay now let's get to another company called star light bars star light bars now let, let's, let, let's 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 kind of talk about this a little bit everybody to me is like why do you need a rear light bar they flash their brake lights they have hazards they do all these funky stuff um i was talking to a, uh, a friend of mine today about it and he was like, "Well, why do you really need them? And and what's the real concept of them?" And I said, "To be honest with you, I was never a firm believer in them. I thought they were just another gimmick and everything like that." But I run them firsthand, and I, I like. I think Starlight Bars is on top of the food chain for any kind of rear light bar. Um, the owner Jeff, he's a great guy. He really knows his stuff. They came out with a new app that you can control your rear light on a Bluetooth, off your cell phone. Well, if anybody knows, your cell phone is starting to be integrated into your side-by-side. It's crazy to see what's going on, everybody, in the side-by-side industry, and especially in the rear light bar industry. Um, I'm a big fan of them because of safety. Um, I know I've been in situations where it's been dusting. You can't see anybody and stuff. But with that rear light bar, you just don't have your tail lights. You got these flashing lights. So you, you you really know when you're up on somebody and you can see them glowing and stuff, and they're out there. And I, I honestly do think that in a way they should be standard on every side by side. Not because of the cool factor in the wild, wow, but because of the safety factor. But they do look cool. <laughs> and everybody. They're simply easy to hook up. They're basically bolt onto your stock, or your aftermarket cage, run a wire, back to your taillight, there you go. Simple installation. Even if you didn't know what you're doing, maybe a half an hour tops. That's it. They're not hard to install. And they're decently priced. They're for like under $300. And I can tell you right now, we've talked about in the past about safety and a rear light bar is about safety and there if you talk to lots of people out there there's been lots of people have been hit from behind or have hit somebody from behind because they can't see them in dusty situations so why would we not all of us not get together and run a rear light bar I don't want somebody smacking me and I know definitely I don't want to be that guy that hits you from behind either So why not, why not get out there and check it out? If you don't have one, find a dealer located by you. Call Jeff at Starlight Bars. Great guy to deal with. He'll set you up with whatever on your budget, whatever you want. He will help you out 110%. And it's hard to find guys like that in the industry that we are in that care that much about you as a customer. So check out Rear Light Bar, everybody. Check it out for sure. So let's move on to another topic. Can't believe it, but Baja 1000 again. I'm super excited. I can't hardly wait to watch everybody. I love it. It's it's a cool race. I can tell you right now, I watch 90% of the races out there. Uh, unfortunately, I don't watch them live, but I get to watch them on YouTube or live on the internet, I guess. I can't hardly wait. I'm so excited. I'm all jacked up, ready for the Baja 1000. Can't wait. Maybe next year I'll come down there and join some people down there for sure. But, I want to also let you guys know that why why is side-by-side such a big thing? I can tell you right now I feel it's all about family and who doesn't like to ride with family I know I do and I was getting in a conversation with my friend earlier today about why the side-by-side markets growing and he was telling me today he can't believe it how the industry is growing so big in in Arizona it's unbelievable shops can't even keep up to what's going on and I was always understanding that it was always at California. And now, more people I've been talking to, it sounds like, it definitely sounds like Arizona is where it's at. And I can tell you right now, the reason why it is where it's at is because they're allowing side by sides on the street. That's what I'm saying. Side by sides on the street. He was telling me he went to some like rally or something like that. It was like a get together. Everybody get to a, a go to on a on a drive on their side by sides to a burger joint. He said there was like 130 some side by sides that showed up there. And I'm like, that's crazy because I said in Canada we can't even get three race cars. I meant race side by sides to race. But I said you guys got 130 side by sides. Everybody getting together, shooting the stuff, you know, eating a burger and talking about their side-by-sides and going for a cruise. Now let me tell you this. Why is the government not stepping up to this? Why are the governments not allowing this? You know what? Us side-by-side people have a right to. And I can tell you right now, I think that side-by-side should be legal all across the world on the streets. Don't you? I'm telling you right now, everybody, write your ML your MLAs, write your state governments, write your Senate, tell them about why you think side by side should be legal on the streets. I've seen statistics from places that have talked about you have a better chance of getting hurt or killed on a pedal bike on the streets than you do a side by side. So why are governments not allowing them? And I think that it's great on Arizona that they're accepting that and starting to realize that the off-road industry is not full of a bunch of bad apples and persona of, of bad people and all that. Yes, of course there's always gonna be some bad apple that's gonna that's gonna do something stupid, but there's also bad drivers out there. There's bad everything. There's bad there's bad everything. It doesn't matter what you do. So everybody, I want you all to get together and write a letter to your government and tell them, let us make side-by-sides street legal. I know that I would love to have it. It would be cool to take my kids to school in a side-by-side. It would be cool instead of starting up my diesel or starting up my big truck or my car To run down to the store that's literally five blocks away on a side by side. Like, it's crazy. What, it's just, I don't understand why governments are not getting more involved. And I don't know why you people are not getting more involved. We all need to get involved and we need to get out there and we need to show them that side by sides, there is a spot. For them on the pavement so that's kind of my rant of the day I guess and I'm kind of jealous because of all those people they get to get up in the morning and go to work on their side-by-sides like if you're a side-by-side enthusiast who else wouldn't want that right well there's my rant I guess there's both my rants about the government and how I feel that we all need to you know join forces and get side-by-sides legal for the street. Well, everybody, what do you think that it takes to get into racing? Do you think it means deep pockets? Do you think it means, I guess, deep pockets? But does it take deep pockets to be a side-by-side racer in a way to compete in the high end? Yes. But, you know, side-by-sides, they're getting to be up in price. I know that. But i am already told you that the three keys is a roll cage, seats, and harness. Well guess what, I'm gonna to add to that fourth one. Add a rear light bar, for sure. <laughs> so there's harnesses, seats, roll cage, and rear light bar. So there's four now that I think are a main key. <laughs> now if you're running in Arizona, Run DOT Tire. So there's your five, if you're allowed on the street. So, do you have to go the extreme way like you see in the Baja? Do you have to go that extreme to race? Not necessarily. I think that it's just an experience that is unbelievable. And I know that it takes big money to get into high level, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to Go that way. You can you can build side by sides on a beer budget, absolutely. You can also build side by sides on a wine budget, and then you can also build side by sides that are on a crystal budget or a scotch budget. But that's what makes it cool about being side by side enthusiasts. Is that a lot of you are in your garage. Fabbing your own stuff anyways. So. Start fabbing. Start. Buying parts. But buy quality parts. Don't be confused. With cheap parts. Unless you're on that budget. To get you into something. I see a a lot of. I see a lot of race teams on a beer budget, and I see them struggling. And man, it, it's it's a it's hard to watch that because everybody needs a right to race. Everybody deserves a right to race if that's what they want to do. So, like I say to you, find your local tracks, find your local race clubs, find your local event, and hit it up. See if you like it. But make sure you have those four keys before you go. For sure. Because I can tell you right now a stock roll cage cannot hammer, cannot handle the hammering like an aftermarket cage. End result. There's no other whiffs, there's no other ways about it. So, anyways, well, I can't wait till next week because. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Baja 1000, um, how I feel that it's the it's a crazy race. And it's just cool to see that the Mexicans down there, how they dig trenches and stuff like that to trap these off-roaders. I think you really have to be on your toes. And um, it's, it's going to be cool to see who's going to come out on top this year. And I can't hardly wait. Um... There's a lot of top contenders down there. There's also some newcomers. And I can't wait to see the females that are going to finish this year. And I'm absolutely excited to see females getting into side-by-sides and recognizing that it's just not a male-dominated sport, that you women can get out there and ride just like a guy. And I support that 150%. So all you women listeners out there, Side by side dirt is just not about males, it's also about females, it's just about anybody that is a side by side enthusiast. So if you're a female out there, don't be scared. Get behind the steering wheel of it and try it out. You might love it, you might hate it, but get out there and try it. I can guarantee you, 90% of you will love it. This is Sheldon. From Side-by-Side Dirt. So. Let's get going. And let's get ready. For the Baja 1000. Everybody stay tuned. This is Sheldon from Side-by-Side Dirt. Signing out. See you next week. Side-by-Side Dirt. The podcast is available on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher, and coming soon to iTunes.